Welcome to All to Everything, a podcast about analytics and data science culture. I'm Stephanie Mills, and I'll be your host for this episode. I'm a strategic customer marketing manager at Alteryx, and I'm fascinated by how technology enables our customers to do more and be more. Every year, Alteryx hosts the Excellence Awards to celebrate analytic breakthroughs. For this episode, I sat down with Andy Bate, Head of Analytics at Brookson Group. Andy and his team at Brookson won the Accelerator Award, granted for excellence in scaling and integrating Alteryx. We talked about the use case itself, what it felt like to learn they won an Excellence Award, and why the Alteryx community was vital to their success. Let's get started. So firstly, Andrew, congratulations. Thank you very much. We're very, very giddy. I bet, I bet. And it was incredibly well-deserved as well. So, Andrew, let's let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, well, in terms of Alteryx, I've been using Alteryx since 2016. Uh, I originally came from a business background that had an absolute obsession with solving puddles. Uh, puzzles, not puddles. Let's go off to a great start there. <laughs> um, which... Is it then grew and grew and grew, and Alteryx became the platform of uh, choice within Bruxen for me, and the rest is history on that one. In terms of me and myself, it's the same outside of it. I am obsessed with uh, trying to figure out solutions in everyday life, so there's always something to fix, there's always something to make better, uh, and my wife loves giving me lists to be able to complete on a daily basis to make sure everything is okay. <laughs> Brilliant. And obviously, you you know, you head up a team. Um, and so tell us, what did it feel like to learn uh, that you'd won an Excellence Award and how did it feel for your team? Uh, so what did it feel like? Well, I read the email at quarter to midnight. So needless to say, I didn't sleep that much that night. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, my wife wasn't too impressed uh, we have a uh, one-year-old, so the one-year-old uh, decided to get up for a feed, and it was a perfect opportunity to tell my wife that we've won the award. She didn't care at three in the morning. I've got to be sure. honest. Um, but <laughs> so it, I was absolutely uh, over the moon. It was just, it was a real, real privilege. We've done an awful lot with Alteryx at Brooks, and we've built a real good foundation and an absolutely fantastic team. And the one thing I really will be saying on this is that every single one of them had a cog to play within this one yeah. and they executed that brilliantly and it when they found out especially charlotte that you've you've uh, you've spoke to charlotte and she's one of the uh, innovators at alteryx and uh, yeah needless to say i recorded that uh, that view of when i showed her that the email and the picture just to say by the way this is on its way and it's behind me by the way we've received it the award is here oh fantastic it's, right, it's absolutely <laughs> yeah, this is, as, as an awards goal, this is right up there with one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my entire life. It is. It's so cool. And are you going to be sharing that around the team then? Or are you just yeah, going to keep so, it at your place? So Charlotte actually lives around the corner from me. Um, so it's like within, uh, as soon as I said the parcel would arrive with the big Alteryx logo on it, um, she was almost <laughs> up and sprinting around to come and see us uh, to open it but it'll be it'll, yeah it'll go around teams and then when uh, this whole uh, global situation that we are in and we're yes. all back into the office um, we'll find a nice home for it to for everyone to stare and wonder how the hell how some ball bearing is being worked because it's just pure wizardry and magic right now I, I totally agree it does look very very cool it's just amazing 
I've got to be honest, I, you could probably tell my voice is. I'm still in the uh, very excited mode of having it, of changing colours and building my own patterns and going over. My productivity has plummeted since this thing came out. Yeah, that is probably an <laughs> issue, to be fair, yeah. Yeah, and it's not one of these that you'll just get over in 10 minutes, trust me. I, I will be there for days. Just <laughs> going away, it's amazing. I love that. Well, I mean, moving on from the, uh, the, you know, the award and what it looks like itself, the actual trophy, let's, let's find out about your award-winning use case then. So firstly, what prompted you to implement a new process? That's uh, our bread and butter within Brookson. Um, we are always, a lot of Alteryx in the early days was concentrating on the predictive analytics and the data science that Alteryx was able to give. We were actually doing uh, APA right from the start in 2016 so that has it's not been anything different in terms of trying to change a process what yeah. really got the snowball effect was the new add-on of the Alteryx intelligence suite that's when it was just another bottle and game changer that Alteryx is bringing that was able it's not just a connectivity to a new environment brilliant we can bring that data in and automate those processes all the ecosystems and the digital environments that we're able to use Alteryx for, great. One of our biggest blockers was being able to OCR elements. And we've tried all the options which were successful in some ways, but so time intensive, cost, uh, high cost, uh, it just, they never really worked. And because Alteryx has an absolute foundation and a great place within Bruxen, uh, we were able to utilise other areas and other teams to use that OCR and then this uh, business case that we're going to talk about today went to the top. That was the one where, okay, out of all the PDFs that we have to deal with within Bruxen, this is the one that has uh, the biggest impact within our, within our organisation. And for anybody listen, listening that doesn't understand what OCR is as, as a process are you able to just give like a brief overview of that uh, optical character recognition so basically it takes a almost an image uh, whether it's a blob format or whether it's a jpeg or anything and it was able to recognize characters within that image and then digitize them within a platform so it's and it can be a scan document it can be a computer a computer generated document um a pdf uh, is probably the most common um, uh, there is other formats where if it's a Word document you've probably already got it in a digital format that you can extract that information. Excel is like bread and butter for stuff that we want to process uh, automate but PDFs and images are often the ones so if we get uh, one of the ones that we're currently working on because trust me this is not stopping for anyone out there we're going <laughs> for the next trophy we've got so much more on the, the pipeline with this. Love it. Um, but we receive pictures from some of our clients, whether it's a receipt. So to be able to use the OCR element to extract information from that seat and automate some of their expenses could be another element that we would be wanting to go in. So that's what OCR does. It takes an image of sorts, recognizes characters in there, extracts them so you can utilize it within the data. Awesome, awesome, thank you for that. And so give us an overview of what the new process entailed then. So what we have to do so we have a i think it kind of helps if i just give a background of what the problem that we had so yes. um, yeah. um we in april we 
uh, had a new legislation change within the UK within the temporary workforce in my, uh, industry and what that meant was that there was a shift depending on how people were able to get paid if they were temporary workers or contractors um, and they went with one of our channels within Bruxen um, we received PDF invoices to pay those workers that are on our platform it was someone's job to go in and manually extract that information and type it in to the system to then the system would be able to process a payment and that person would get work uh, would get paid and go on about their day paying their bills and supporting their family yeah. now this legislation change had a risk of significantly changing the volume that went down that track so suddenly that area and we have seen it could increase by 100 150 200 percent in terms of volume but it's a risk so changing and recruiting might have been a solution but if the volume didn't appear you've suddenly increased your workforce for a, something that didn't actually happen right so we wanted to be proactive but not so proactive that would actually be detrimental to the business this is where the OCR element came in we can automate that PDF extraction coming in we can automate that extraction of information no longer did it mean someone typing that information into the system it went through all we had to monitor was the validation so OCR isn't perfect uh, anyone that does get 100% accuracy please get in contact I want to know how, exactly how you do that because in what, uh, any sort of figures uh, if, especially if, if you've got a UK pence the decimal point might not be picked up so suddenly it goes from £5 per hour, although that's a very slow charge, probably not the best example, to £500 per hour, which everyone would be very happy with. Um, but that's not entirely accurate. So that's what the only manual element that we need to do now. So it went from them having to manually enter every single bit of information within the system to then using Alteryx to be able to remove that manual element if it's completely accurate and no problem great nice and smooth all the way to payment but if there's something where we go we just want to double check this for validation purposes and make sure we're getting that payment right for the customer then it will go into the queue so we can suddenly open the gates for volume without actually increasing our headcount and operational costs that's fantastic and you know you you've mentioned the customer so many times so it's always at the forefront of your mind isn't Absolutely. it like making it a better experience for them yeah it's, it's a prime for Brooklyn. Uh, we are a very, very customer-driven organisation. To give them the best platform, the temporary workforce industry can be a minefield at the best of times. Yeah. And there's so many different avenues, there's so many different ways and different information that we, we, we really try and focus on giving the customer the best experience. Because then it's, it's their pay. No one wants their pay being messed with. Like, like, no. I'm, we're all very lucky if you're in a full-time employment that at the end of the month or whatever the pay period you've got you get paid 99% of the time it's right you can go about your day temporary world you have to submit your own timesheet you have to get uh, different accountants depending on what route you have to go down that can be a stressful thing at the best of times especially during a global pandemic so we want to make sure that we're getting it right and they can just concentrate on what they need to do with their life
And I love that, you know, that empathy and that real world view that, that you bring, because often it's hard to to link the technology aspect and the processes that are all happening with the actual people that it's affecting, mm -hmm. like the, on the front end, you know, and, and not just the user of the technology in between as well. But this story covers all of that, which is amazing. And, you know, on the subject of technology, what other technologies are, are now part of this process and, and what are they enabling as well? So we also have a, a, an API, API link to Twilio, um, so which is kind of like a communications platform and we utilize it for WhatsApp. So uh, as soon as we have processed uh, the, the remittance and the timesheet for that worker, we could then load it into the system more efficiently and quicker. Therefore, we can actually notify the person that they're getting paid. No longer do they have to wait for within a certain time period or up to eight o'clock on a Friday evening just to see if the system is updated enough because we could have calls coming in, you know, delays, missed typing entries and on the manual work because of all that they could get that text or that notification on a thursday morning just to let you know the money's arrived the payslips there you will get paid tomorrow no problem once again they concentrate on what they need to concentrate on yeah and, and on their phone as well you know yeah. in their pocket kind of uh, the um the speed of what life is is increasing and instant gratification in terms of information to be given is also increasing. So being able to just get a quick WhatsApp notification from a trusted source to turn around and say, all your timesheets that you've submitted has been processed, the payment's there, we've received the money from the end client or the agency or whatever channel that went through, have a great weekend. Yeah, you know, yeah. That, that's it, it's done and it's, it's happy and if there's and we also are able to send using that platform which is a little bit outside of this but if we receive the money and the timesheet hasn't been processed we'll inform them just say we've received the money we're just waiting for the the timesheet to go through or we've uh, the timesheet's been entered we're just waiting on the, re the money from the end client or the agency so they're constantly getting that feedback to allow them not to work but it also if it helps Bruxen. we don't we don't need customers ringing up just to see where their payments are. That takes time away from dealing with general queries of, you know, like, uh, and I've got a change in tax code. Can we process this so I'm, I'm not going to be taxed at the wrong rate? Or, you know, we have someone that's got their unlimited company that are trying to apply for a mortgage or something. We, that call space of someone just ringing up saying, where's my money? disappears to concentrate on people that are going right i've got a situation you're my accountants or your financial advisors or legal advisors where do we go from here so it's it's a huge huge benefit yeah absolutely and you know so you've spoke about obviously the customer and the users and for you personally what is the standout impact that you've achieved from this process andy great question the standard is the velocity i would say so we've been doing process automation we've been doing this sort of stuff for a long time however this was a very very quick uh, process from prototype to production and that's the standout of this one this was a, an absolutely monstrous return of investment in terms of how much we're saving in terms of costs that we can then pass back to the customer 
compared to all of that, that's all the budget and what all our finance team are all nice and happy about. I'm in yeah. the tech world. That's not really where I get a bit giddy. Um, <laughs> but what was the absolute impact was as a business, we were able to go from prototype to production within four months of a brand new technology and process, utilizing, like I said at the start, each cog of all different areas, not just within the analytics team, but within IT, within the business areas, the testing of the business areas to go. They had to do all the manual work and then try the automation to do side-by-side -side testing. That was so efficient and it was so quick. And it was a real, real testament to how innovation can work at Bruxen. Yeah, absolutely. And you must be, you know, trailblazers in your industry. Um, you know, have you been able to share this w with other companies and have you had any feedback from, from outside? Oh, uh, absolutely. Uh, I myself was invited by Gartner to, uh, to come to Florida to speak at their analytics uh, composium with uh, Brian Milran, the director of strategy. And that was talking about a process automation of a compliance reporting that we did for the NHS using Goltrix. So all of it has just been absolutely uh, revolutionary, I would imagine. And every single person. We were very, very early adopters of Alteryx within the UK, especially the northwest of uh, England. So there was not many people that have heard of it yet. They're certainly hearing of it now. <laughs> <laughs> I might, I'm, I'm always very conscious that there's new startups and new competition and I'm like, right, no, you're not taking my team. You can find your own. It's took me f like four or five years to build this team. You think you're going to take them away from me and I come <laughs> knocking. But um, I'm very proud of my team. No, but, I'll bet. And I bet they love working with you as well. You're so enthusiastic. Oh, I'm quiet compared to them. Really? Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely. We have, we have one Izzy on our team. And uh, she'll, she'll hate the fact that I've just mentioned her, but I said it. Um, <laughs> she, as soon as like, she's got an idea, that's it, game over. Like, she, she's built a whole new empire for the, uh, the platform. We're currently, because we have, we're, because we are growing, uh, I think one of the great stats that we have at the minute, we have 8,000 Alteryx queues a week. Wow. So we're quite a small business in terms of people that use Alteryx. And even then, every time I throw that stat out to some of them, 450 live workflows. Uh, we, so Izzy at the minute is, um, is helping us uh, make the support element a lot more efficient through the Alteryx API and the MongoDB. And it was just, it was generally just a bit of a crumb of, what about this? What? Do you think we could do this? Suddenly, ten minutes later, she's going, "Oh, look at this! I've just built all this absolute monstrous process automation and reporting." And yeah, so the enthusiasm when it comes to the team is, <laughs> is definitely there. And, and do they join? Does your team join as? Do they have prior knowledge of all tricks then, or no. are you like having to? Oh, right, so then you. And what does that like that upskilling path look like then? So. The adjunct, in all honesty, the, Izzy is one of the ones where she had previous experience, but it wasn't it was wasn't from an external company. She came from a department, and she showed like she's mentally intelligent, so she showed great potential using Alteryx, and she was building stuff. So 
I annoyed that department by going, oh, by the way, she's coming over here. Um, so you're allowed to do it, but nobody else is. Oh, yeah, 100%. We it's within Brookston, isn't it? We're, we're helping each other. It's, if a different organisation thinks they're going to take my staff, it's a different matter. <laughs> um, so, no, in terms of the actual training pathway, 100% uh, the community. 100% is to upskill, is through that community. And I have absolutely no hesitation of saying that like, it is 100, it's well deserved that they, uh, the community got that award. There's no other platform that does it like the Alteryx community, and I'm a huge advocate, and I know I'm known as the Andy Alteryx at Bruxen, and as soon as someone mentions Alteryx, they mention Andy or something like that, but it, there's a genuine reason. There's a, a world of expertise out there. There's so much knowledge. I've been doing this since 2016. I'm still learning. I'm, uh, the, the weaker challenges, amazing you go in and you do something you go hi but absolutely nailed that that is the best challenge i've ever done you submit it and someone's done it in two tools and you're like <laughs> how have you done that i didn't even think of doing it that way and that's exactly what the training like, i try and do is to give them very very small basics and i've built um with the help of others as well so it's a royal hi <laughs> um we built brooks and um bespoke weaker challenges so it Amazing. uses Brooks and data, but they have to pass it, transform it, summarize it into an output that we already show. But it gives them then that business knowledge of building it up. Um, and it's that seems to have worked up to now. And I'm also a huge advocate of you get thrown into the deep end. There's no point of sitting around and showing spreadsheets and PowerPoints and how to use it. Get hands on get dirty when it comes to the application you will make mistakes that's not a problem we're not afraid of mistakes i make plenty daily um I'm, i've turned off my uh phone system no one's interrupting this this is my nice nice little break to ring up going andy do you not realize you've just done this um <laughs> so it's we're, we're a huge advocate of you learn from that mistake you own up to that mistake and you move forward and it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And the platform is dead easy. It's like this, yes, you can do so much complicated stuff. And yes, there is loads that could um, go wrong if you accidentally pull in an input tool and do a select all on a billion roll table. But it's, it's once, it's the, the, the rewards compared to that risk are just sky high. And uh, yeah, this has been an absolute tool uh, for innovation within Brooks and, yeah. and and the outreaches as well. Absolutely. And so, you know, talking about this particular use case then, because you, you mentioned some really impressive ROI statistics. I mean, can you share any more details on those? Yeah, I could give the high level. Um, so in terms of the, our top 25 agencies that we receive these remittances from, um, based on the volume that we get on an annual basis, the average cost was around £5.50 uh, uh, UK sterling uh, to process per timesheet. Now, a PDF could have up to 50 timesheets on there. Now, this is all salary, this is systems, this is licensing, this is the whole cost of that area and for that process. 
um, and it could take someone up to 15 minutes to enter a timesheet depending on the complexity, the validation, any sort of items like that. Um, so submitting the um, our top three into the analytical process automation through OCR, this, this whole package that we've built, reduce that from £5.50 to £4.90 just by the top three per timesheet. Now, again, if if I give calculations of volume of that, then you'll be able to know how much money on an annual basis that Brooks going to be saving. Uh, just a little bit conscious of getting too much details away. Yeah, of course. Um, but ultimately, that is a significant amount. Then we moved um, from, uh, I think, the example that I will be t uh, talking about in Inspire. Um, we moved then 13 to... The process automation and it went down to like £2.60 from £5.50 like per timesheet this isn't like per day or per hour this is per timesheet we could anything between depending on a uh, Christmas period to a very very busy period go between 4,000 to 10,000 timesheets this is a significant cost and then ultimately once all 25 were over we estimated it would be around 50p Per timesheet, a saving of five pounds per timesheet. Yeah. And that fifty p was more on validation. So the ones that don't always go one hundred percent accuracy. Now we want to double check and make sure that we're paying the customer right. They still go into a queue for someone to just validate. And again, even that time of validation, most of the information has already been made digital. So they know the person's name, they know the agency, they know the end client, they know the rate. It, well, it often, more often the case is the rate misses a decimal point. That's it. That's normally what the validation is. And it's very, very quickly. And what Alteryx allows us to do is because of all the different tools that you're able to utilize, they don't have to go and figure it out. We tell them exactly what the area is that we think we don't, we're not sure about this. By the way, go to this PDF and it's line 10. That's where this correlates to. So they're not trying to figure it out, they're just going, yeah, you missed a decimal point, here's the Excel, the output, it's already done for them, I'll just add that decimal point back in, upload, done. Wow. So the validation is still significantly quicker compared to what they would have had to do before. Yeah, and I mean, just thinking about the relief of of the feeling of, of not having, like you say, to take away this whole manual element, which is huge. Yeah, they can... Once again, concentrate on the customer, concentrate on the areas that are no longer... So there's a great quote that I got from uh, Gartner is to um, automate the mundane to promote the creative. So this isn't something that is causing grief. This is just manual. To remove that just manual, then they can concentrate on stuff that are high concerns. So we've got someone that was... They weren't able to join as quickly as we thought, but we've got money in for them. We need to get them joined nice and quickly so we can get them paid quickly. That takes a lot of attention, but they can't concentrate on that attention if they have to enter a load of items manually. So there's often the case that that person might miss that payment run that week because we weren't able to join them up because we didn't have the resource to be able to do that. That's disappearing. We can now concentrate, get them on board, and then they turn around and go, well, this is great. This is a service that I want to be in. Yeah, and, and you know, as someone working in analytics as well, you know, if you're, you can move forward, upskill quickly, be creative, like you say, fail fast, yeah. learn fast, ask questions. Like, 
that must absolutely skyrocket your career path, really. Uh, <laughs> my career path has been, uh, <laughs> yes, the skyrocket is an absolute understatement of that. Uh, to it would be a surprise to a lot of people that in 2015 um, I was a manager of a gym. I Why? hated data and analytics. The, no, hang on. There's an absolute curveball. Now, have you got a podcast that's going to last long enough for this? <laughs> <laughs> but se seriously, though. Seriously. Uh, so, so what, I six used to, years? So, again, going back to my accidental puddle mishap at the start, it was I, I, I am obsessed with solving process puzzles, making efficiencies. And then what that was, and that's when I decided to make a career move away from the health industry, which I was doing that as, from a management point of view, and I joined Bruxen in their medical department to try and automate some of the processes and help the NHS that Bruxen was doing at the time. Um, so it, was, it, was, it wasn't just doing it from some corporation to make them more money. There was a genuine goal of helping people, which I have a, a long history of being doing that work in the gym, just trying to make people a healthier lifestyle. Um, and it was at that point that I taught myself VBA, I taught myself how to process automate using that and Brooks and started utilising that skill. And that's when Brian came knocking with Alteryx and was like, just to let you know, maybe try this. And the rest is history. That is and absolutely it used incredible. To, it used to be the key joke Brian used to uh, say when he used to do talks with Gartner or anything is that is uh, the guy that's leading his analytics team used to be a personal trainer and gym uh, manager. And now he heads up data and analytics. And now I am obsessed. Absolutely but I think obsessed. It's brought a lot of like real world experience and real world thinking. And I think that's a lot, you know, of why you think about the customer, the person who's getting paid right at the end of the process, which is very, very cool. And, it's and a new channel. That's the one thing that Alteryx was able to do. You're opening doors to people that didn't have traditional analytics route to their career, but they have natural analytical minds. And that's where the difference comes in. And that's what I absolutely adore um, Alteryx for, was being able to open that door. I categorically will admit, I would not be here in this position with Bruxen if it weren't for Alteryx. That's, that's a statement within itself, and I will stand by that. Now, yes, I have learned a lot more since then. Yeah. I'm uh, currently doing my master's degree in digital innovation. That would never have happened if it weren't for the door of, of what Alteryx was able to give. That's very, very cool. And, you know, st staying on that theme and kind of closing out here as well, Andy. So do you have any tips for folks who are looking to take their insights to the next level of analytics insights? Or analytics excellence, rather? Any tips to... I, what I firmly believe to get involved with the community. If you're going to upskill and upskill with Alteryx, then there's people out there that are posting problems, something that blockers, you know, ideas that they just can't, they can't get their head around. And again, the best idea wins. It doesn't... There could be some absolute world-class data scientist out there that is used on Alteryx. They'll have a problem that someone that has just started will be able to think, why well, have you tried this? And that, no disrespect to anyone, but that's great. So go in, go into that community, go and do the week of challenges, 
have a go and the one great thing is that you can see other people's work you can see how they did it and learn from them and go from that find something within the business one thing that the team have all done they've taken the initiative they've found problem areas they've not waited for them to come along they've gone out and gone right okay yes i've got my day-to-day -day task but i know i can do my day-to-day -day task better so i'm going to try it this way and like you said fail fast some great some didn't work but that was the whole point and that's it's that constant iteration of knowledge that you should be able to give yourself and not worry if you get something wrong it's literally you're learning and the whole famous like there's a thousand thousand ways how not to make a light bulb but they had to they only had to figure out one and then the rest is history and that's exactly the same thanks for listening we're opening up another round of Excellence Awards in the fall of 2021. So if you have a use case you'd like to share, stay tuned in the community and follow our social media channels for announcements. In the meantime, check out the other winners and their stories on our input blog and on the Alteryx use case page. See you soon. goodness like i didn't know that you know your massive career change and stuff like that yeah i try, Incredible. Yeah, I try like if my members saw me now compared to what i was when i was a pt and a gym manager they'd probably turn around and go yeah you've definitely gone on the data diet of uh, <laughs> uh not eating <laughs> oh, good god if i if i go back in time when i saw myself now i'd be giving myself a lecture it's like right okay absolutely please. i just think that's amazing there's i mean there's more probably five or ten podcasts you could get out just out of some of your stories oh, well, I'm sure. I, I probably should have mentioned it but helen on our team who's uh, one of our best analysts in terms of um mapping out process and business analytics her career is fashion she's oh, come from right. fashion oh like we can get someone doing their core exam within three months and that's that's something that we're quite passionate about and it's one thing that we really really try and push for yeah yeah, well, you can tell, I mean, the passion comes through. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I told you I'm a little bit giddy when it comes to this sort of stuff. <laughs>